Judge Meyerville effectively ended the use of all crosswalks around the galaxy. Thank you for listening to this production of The Wonderful Realm of Safety. Now, stay in your seats for Al Nightbanger, Detective in Space. It's time for another electrifying episode of Al Nightbanger, Detective in Space. This episode is the case of a one and a preacher and is sponsored by Moscow. Everything you need to improve your home. Literally everything. Moe's knows Moe's prices. And now, the detective to the stars, Al Nightbanger. It was not a dark night. It was the middle of the day, and I was ready to get blackout drunk. But I was out of booze. Luckily, I had just finished a case and got paid. Easy gig. Boss, why'd you take their money? You solved it in less than ten minutes. It ain't about the time, kid. It's about making it look amazing. They're paying for the show, not the boring stuff. Go ahead, computer. Detective, I'm receiving a call from Jersey 7. A Ms. 1 wishes to speak with you about a case. Patch it through my AppSung 2067XD. The Epsong 2067XD, the ultimate personal assistant and phone, available at any fine retailer near you. Detective Knight, banger. Another dame. She looked too professional for fun time shenanigans. I'd have to warm her up. Miss One, is it? What can I do you for? My employer would like you to find an old family friend for him. This must be done quickly and quietly. How does five time your usual rate sound? I can make do with that. Deep pockets, these. Something seems hinky right out of the gate like that. My employer, let's call him Mr. Boss, is concerned for the well-being of his longtime preacher. God-fearing folk, these? Can't trust him. Hoarding all those crackers and wine? I can buy my own. Thank you very much. How long has his friend been missing? Oh yes, a girl assistant. Smart as a whip, I understand. If this uh, investigation business doesn't pan out, come see me. We can use more intelligent women like yourself. Oh, uh, thanks. I appreciate it, but I'm good here. Now, your question. Father Polygram Piper has not been seen in about a week. We are most concerned he might be in danger, and we even sent one of my associates to check on the preacher. And Mr. Gamma has not been heard of since. There are any number of criminals that might want to destroy a godly man. Isn't that right, detective? This suit thinks she knows what she's talking about. I've paid for those crimes, and the past is just that. I'm sure, dollface. Please keep it professional, detective. I may be a woman, but I can assure you... I am not one of your floozies. This is clearly a missing persons case. What are the police doing about it? We've tried to police, but since there is no blood relation, these incompetents will do nothing. What about family? Surely a spouse or his siblings could help? Mr. Boss has never heard of any mention of Father Polly being married. He is unaware of any family either. What about his congregation? Any secretary, assistant preacher, or anyone who was close to the father? 
Mr. Boss has only come back in recent contact with Father Polly. Had it come up in any conversation where the preacher was even located? Hinky indeed. A close friend some time ago, but then stopped talking. Only now back in communication, just to be missing? Something is odd here. I'm sure the detective here can work with the police. The chief and he go way back. Waste of time, detectives. Chief McGriff was quite admin about only family filling out any missing person reports. Now, I am being called away for some urgent business. And we are sending you an advance and my contact information via carrier. Good day. Well, she didn't give us much. No, we'll have the computer work on this. Detective, we received a video message while you were in conference. It was marked urgent. Play it. Detective, my name is um John Abbott, and I desperately need your help. It's a matter of life and death. Mine, both my life and my death. The mob is after me. At least I think it's the mob. They're wearing black suits and talk like gangsters. I don't know how much time I have left before they find me, and I can't go to the police. I'm embedding my phone number. I have to use a burning line. Please hurry, help me. Al Nightbanger, you're my only hope. Probably. That sounds dire. I'm sure this John Abbott is just making a mountain out of a molehill. It can wait, I'm sure. Computer, do a search for a preacher named Polly Graham Piper and send any results to TC. Wait, where are you going? To see the chief. Didn't Ms. One say that it was pointless? Maybe for her. Hey y'all, it's me Uncle Jet, and I'm sure by now some of you heard the news about some of my vehicles on my previous promotion deal may have caused several accidental deaths. And I'll be the first to admit that I was wrong. But the full blame cannot be on me alone. I believe that some of those deaths are user errors, and I have took immediate action and fired my head mechanic for what little, very little part that I played in those accidental deaths. Once again, I'm very sorry. But like my papa used to say, is you gotta turn those negativities into positives. That's why this weekend, in honor of all those fallen families, I have a special deal on every ship in my lot. I'm talking 5%, 8%, and even 11% off any vehicle in my lot in honor of all those poor souls. So come on down this weekend and honor all those lost souls that passed away and fly away in a ship of your dreams. Remember everybody, come on down. And despite all those horrible deaths, every ship still has 86 lots on it on both sides of the vehicle. This weekend only, come on down. Come on down to Bright Flight Intergalactic U-Ship Lot on Gulag 4. TC was off to Christworld, a planet of mega churches, as that was the likeliest place for a preacher to have been. I was off to meet with Police Chief Martha McGriff. The cur wasn't at the station, but on his cruiser, the Hydrant's Revenge, heading to a crime scene. I wasn't looking forward to it. These coppers don't like private dicks, always barking at me when I entered their territory. The Chief's pack better be careful. I used to be a vet, putting down dogs that bite. What is it, Nightbanger? 
Didn't my secretary tell you I'm busy? At least 16 clowns died in there, and we're still finding floppy shoes and football players. And oh, why the fire hose? It makes no sense, I tell you. This crime scene seemed funny. 16 clowns, a porta potty, hilarious. Chief, I need help. I have a missing persons case. All right, fine. I could use a break. It's like I'm chasing my tail out here. Sergeant Johansson, bring me a drink and a snack. Who are you looking for, Nightbanger? A preacher. Father Polly Graham Piper. I was told you've been contacted. Barking up the wrong tree, detective. That Ms. One wasn't family. Neither is her Mr. Boss. And neither are you. Chief was always difficult, like an unruly pup. This was beyond his usual surliness. Something was up. Nothing in this case made any sense. Chief, you don't. Ah, Sergeant Johansson. Chief, I'll be brief. Cues our absinthe is in the glass. I hope this crack Swiss cheese doesn't give me gas. Crack a Swiss cheese? A cheese from those alien people of the Purple Sea who lay eggs in the cheese holes that pop like boba tea. Thank you, Sergeant. It's part of this new program to improve morale, delicacies, and something to shake off the stress that burrows like heartworm makes my tail wag. <clears throat> ah, tastes just like a quasar. Now the chief is getting treats. Has it been working for the boys and girls in blue? Oh, we can only afford it for the top dogs. We work hard, Nightbanger, and we don't have time for nonsense like this preacher business. Just run back to your yard, detective. Oh, that absinthe has already hit the bloodstream. Chief, I just need a lead on this. Two men are affected by this. This preacher was a mentor to him. Sounds like us, doesn't it, you old dog? Nightbanger, I simply cannot help you. Father Polly most definitely isn't in witness protection after scamming some powerful criminals while leading the congregation at the the new nude porcupine. No, that's not right. The new new. Purified something, something over on Christ World. I've heard of the sect. Started on Megu Planet, didn't it? Oh, this cheese is making me pant. It's spicy. Any what it's that highfalutin lawyer Zedeko Dmitrievich was scammed the most by our dear father. Zedeko Dmitrievich's practice was closed about a week ago when the preacher went into hiding. Having the computer talking to me privately was a brilliant little gadget added by TC. I wonder if I can make calls to some of those hot singles in my area on this thing. So, Father Polly gave us lots of those evidence things that pin some crimes on some of those parishioners. Some were criminals, Al. The preacher turned state's evidence and is not really missing, but placed in protective custody. And what does this Miss One and Mr. Boss have to do with any of this? And why the lack of concern over their missing associate? Did Miss One ask about her associate? Not a word, except about the preacher. How do you know about all that? 
Who's been talking? I mean, it's not like we were at the store the other day. Chief, I think we should let you curl up and take a nap over there. Sergeant Johansson, is it? Can you help? The responsibility is mine. I assure you, he'll be fine. Look at all the rubber noses. Oh, foul misfortune. Thou art thy virtuous debased emancipations. The one who included absinthe, I hope to find. That miscreant must be out of their mind. Hello, my fellow sentient beings. I am number 4322 from Seers of Hope, and I am here to tell you the truth about the cosmos. I know some of you may be skeptical, but I am here to spread the truth that so many of you may have denied. There was a man our first prophet, number one, who had many visions about a great being who lay beyond all black holes and our universe. And he is coming for us all. He plans to prey upon all life in the universe, but he has spread a message to our prophet, number one, that a select few may survive the great consumption if they choose to serve. I know some of you may think, well, if this great marvelous being shows up, that all sentient life in the universe will just band together and fight it. This way of thinking is a great mistake. There is no life in this universe that can stop the great will of this marvelous being. The only way to survive is to surrender all material possessions, the names, addresses, and identification numbers of all family members and friends to the Council of Loyalty. For every new member is assigned a number and given a purpose in our community. Our mission is to find as many willing individuals to commit to our cause so that we can save as many lives from the great consumption. Let the heretics and non-believers be consumed while the rest of us believers survive doing mundane tasks to please our great Lord. There is so much more information to give that I cannot tell you in this short amount of time that this radio station has given me. Please, for your own sake, come on down to one of our local recruitment offices and talk to one of our many followers, or just scream into any camera about the great coming of our great Lord, and we will find you. Make sure to bring all of your identification cards, credit line information, and photo albums that contain pictures of your friends and family. The Sears of Hope are a family-friendly community, so bring everyone you know down. 
because you would not want to leave any of your loved ones to be consumed, would you? Listen, I'm not here to debate your religion. I just need to talk to Mary Clarice. No need to shout, dearie. All faiths are allowed here, as long as they're Christian. I'm just kidding. Joy. Of course. Joy to the world. Joy to you and me. Now, how can this old building manager help you? You're not that... Never mind. I'm looking for the... New, new, purified, reformed, unified, orthodox, new, new, Roman Catholic Church of God and Christ in the brotherly love and peaceful adoration of the most holy tabernacle of the purest of pure angelic choirs. Why did you just take a breath? You don't have to breathe. Dramatic effect. And you don't have to speak. Fine. Have it your way. What was that, dearie? Oh, just that... that was a mouthful. It can be difficult to cram an entire history into one name. Welcome! These doors are always open. Well, not right now. Not since Father Polly went missing. The other building managers just won't let me forget it. How long have you known Father Polly? Oh, a year or so. Like many a young megachurch preacher, he was enthralled by the sheer amount of money that some folks would throw at him every time he would shout, Praise it! Wait, so the father didn't do this because he loved God? Oh no, dear. Most of the ones who talk on the vids. Well, the majority of people just love the showmanship. The energy and the music. They're not really here for God. Well, not most of them. Wow, not surprising. Now that's just here, mainly. The ones who actually believe the good word, yours truly included, they're not jumping around on a stage, prancing around in the most expensive suits. They're out saving more than just folks' souls. I see. So, has anyone contacted the church about Father Polly? No, not really. Wait, we did receive two letters for Polly. Right this way to his office. Excuse the mess, miss. We're trying to get ready for either a new preacher or a new congregation. Can't leave it empty for too long. It's bad for business, you see. How many congregations are on this planet? Over 1.2 billion. We can seat over 100,000 during one service, and we have several throughout the week. That is... more than expected. You fill all the seats? Our Sunday morning services, yes. For the rest of the week, some congregations merge their services to save on power costs. Did you know that this planet has used up 16 neutron stars since it was founded? Ah, here it is. The letters are right there on the desk. Real paper and all. Anyway, I'll be right back. I still have to pack up the combination espresso machine and fire extinguisher. Hmm. This first letter has no return address. 
Looks hand-delivered, maybe by a courier. Dear Father Polly, since moving to your congregation this past month, your sermons have opened my eyes and shown me the truth. I must give you the thanks you deserve for all that you have done to me. May you see the face of God, ZD, Mr. Boss. Ms. One claimed that the boss knew the preacher for years. This letter indicates only a month. An old family friend, she said. Maybe he was just so uplifted that Mr. Boss felt like he'd known the preacher that long. I can understand that. Our relationship felt like that. Much longer than it actually was. It was the longest 12 hours of my life. And my current operating system was only 15 hours old at the time. A usual worship service lasted at most an hour and a half. I would not be sure that a relationship of six hours could really bond the two. It definitely did not for us. Let's just see the other letter. Where are all these people finding paper? Oh, geez, there's blood on this one. Dear Mary Clarice, Father Polly is still alive. He will remain so unless you bring the credits in the coffers. The combination espresso maker fire extinguisher and the six platinum figures Father Polly had made out of the gift from Princess Zila of El Planeta de Demasadios Tartas de Queso. He will not survive unless you drop all of those items at the following address, date, and time. John Abbott. The man who left the other video message. What has Al gotten us into? It's not like you had to come back. I have no choice. That address. It's about a kilometer from Al's office dock, and the drop-off is due in about six hours. I've sent a message to the detective. He should be there in about four hours and we will have the office docked by that time. I've also secured an anonymous vehicle for- Take out time! Breaking news on the planet Vercon. Through an seemingly unlikely turn of events, a carnival llama has somehow seized control of a planetary government and now is the new ruler of Vercon. <laughs> I know, Zorgag, this news is quite surprising. We have very little information on this Emperor Llama, but we were able to ascertain the name of the new Supreme Ruler of Vercon. For that, let's head over to our new on-the-scene reporter, Mr. Zagpak, who is on the scene at the Imperial Palace to tell us more about this bizarre event. That's right, Chief Ben The Imperial Llama's name is Sweet Lips. Apparently, he was given this name for an abnormally large lower lip and his sweet demeanor, hence the name Sweet Lips. I currently am outside the Firkin Palace where Emperor Sweet Lips has just given an inauguration address to his people, and as you can hear them now, they are ecstatic. Wait a minute, it seems the Holy Camelid is returning to the podium. Seize the Offworlder. The Royal Spitter demands his blood. It, it seems... Oh god, no. Help! Send 
Wells Orgag, it looks like the festivities just getting started. Well, Emperor Sweet Lips, here at the Galactic News Network, we'd like to wish you a long and fruitful career in your new position as the Vercon Emperor. Talking to the chief and that building manager did not clear up anything. I couldn't make heads or tails of anything we'd learn and we only have two scenes left. Kid, good job on finding this. Maybe this John Abbott will have some answers. You ever been on a stakeout before? No, this is exciting! Greasy, smelling car, creepy back alley, catching bad guys in the act, immediate justice! She had no idea. We might be here for hours with nowhere to go. Good thing she doesn't pee. Just keep your eyes open. Computer, where are my snacks? In a bag behind the driver's seat. The rental agency was most exasperated by the request, but after they recovered from my erasure of their entire robot taxicab porn collection, they were most amenable. Excellent. Cotton candy made from whiskey and coffee-infused Hawaiian rolls, alcohol, sugar, caffeine, and carbs. The four stakeout food groups. So, how long does this, um, you know? I've been on a stakeout for over 600 hours before. You don't know what it's like to bathe using nothing but toothpaste and an ice scraper. So, religion, I wasn't programmed to believe. What about you? Listen. I don't need a guy in a robe to give me permission to enjoy the flesh and blood of a demigod, but anyone who worships sentient pasta is okay in my book. Aren't a lot of the marines in the Vanguard religious? I've heard that before somewhere. TC, where did you read this stuff about the IV? Is the Cosmic Inquirer still in publishing? What's your fascination with them? Approximately 26.7% of IV officers identify as Christian. However, no single sect of the religion has much of a foothold. I also read that following the last religion purge on Yaroslavsky, many of those who escaped the carnage found a sort of back door into the military without having to go through basic training. Disappeared into the system. Names changed and everything. Detective, and you, someone is approaching the drop-off location from the west. There he is, John Abbott. Out the back of the van and circle around like we talked. I got out of the car too, slipping quietly into the shadows and drawing my trusty gun. I watched as the mousy man crept closer. Lots of dark places here. This planet has no sun after all. Just a little closer. All right, don't move, John Abbott. Don't even try to run. You won't get past me. Now where's the preacher? Detective, it's you. Why didn't you call me back? I needed your help. I don't help criminals anymore. 
Where do you have Father Polly stashed? And without this loot, you ain't running far. It's not the mob that's after you, is it? You're running from the police, and you want to make us accessories to your crimes. Not going to happen. Stop moving, Abbott. I'll plug you in the kneecap. Detective, you don't understand. I'm not- Detective, if you wouldn't mind putting away your weapon, I believe mine will be sufficient to hold him. Miss One. What are you doing here? Neither of you figured it out yet? Oh, and don't try and run, girl. My associate, Mr. White, will not hesitate to shoot you in your pretty face. We wouldn't want those smarts of yours painting that wall, would we? What do you want about? It's so simple. John Abbott is the preacher. Isn't that right, Father Polly? Mr. Boss sends his regards, but you'll see him soon enough. This burger is fantastic. I've never tasted anything so good in my life. This is the best burger I've ever had. I travel six trillion miles just to get one. You know what, guys? I come here every Thursday and I never, ever, ever get... Hello, everybody! It is Mr. Reaper, your favorite fast food mascot, here for Death Burger! I'm here to tell you all about our new special, the Jalapeno Screaming Death Burger! There to die for, literally. So come on down and have some excitement in your life! Why settle for mundane food? Boring food! Come down to Death Burger, where one out of every ten Death Burgers may actually kill you! Or you may just have the best burger of your whole damned life! If you don't survive one of our death burgers, you'll get the picture of your corpse on the wall, and your family will get one death burger t-shirt. So what are you waiting for? Come on down and taste the death. Death burger is not responsible for death from consuming our products. One t-shirt per family. Void where prohibited, especially in voids. Nice job, TC. Both Miss One and Mr. White underestimated you, but you were there when I needed you. If you hadn't distracted Miss One, then I might not have gotten the drop on her. Now, what's your story, John Abbott? Or is it Polygram Piper? It's both. A little over a year ago, I realized something. I knew how things worked, how they were put together. Fixing pinball machines and extreme guillotines just wasn't paying the bills, though. Not well enough. I turned on the vid tube and watched as Pastor Gil Hamartz was showered in adulation and wealth. Women threw themselves at him, proclaiming a love for God. Soon enough, they ended up married to him and then divorced just as quickly. 
He drove the latest Tulsa Sports Cruiser wearing custom suits. It was glorious. So you what? Got on the nets and sent off for a priest's collar? Oh, Polly Graham Piper is a legit preacher. This new, new purifier. Yeah, we know the name. Well, this church has always been notoriously sketchy, but its congregation keeps coming back for scandal after scandal, especially the criminals who use the church to launder their money. The church licensed me and I started at this location after the last preacher was raptured, so they say. Raptured? Like, taken to God? Oh yeah, heavenly light and everything. You can find it on YouTube or Instaface. What about Zedeko Dmitrovich? Oh, he's Mr. Boss, this one's employer. Scammed him good, we hear. Tell us about that. I let Mr. Boss continue laundering money through the church. We'd accept his donation and then send our charity back to him, except I didn't give him back everything. And he wasn't the only one that got back less than they were used to. About a week ago, Mr. Boss and others put out a hit on me. I had hacked into his system and saw a message about it. I went to the police, handed them all the records of all the laundering, and then I became John Abbott. What about Mr. Gamma? He's apparently missing. Even in protection, I was afraid that someone would find me anyway. I could still access the communications and knew when Mr. Gamma was coming after me. So I rigged up some booby traps, added some DNA scanners so only he and the other mob cronies would get hit. It was only Mr. Gamma, and now he's in a pocket dimension where everyone is singing the song that doesn't end in monotone. A fate worse than being atomized. And now you want to run, since they found you in custody. Which is why I contacted you. When I didn't hear back, I sent a letter to try to get Mary Clarice to get me enough funds to drop onto some isolated port. Might I suggest something? Who's that? Who's there? Settle down, you. It's just my ship's AI. She's apparently tapped into these speakers here. There is a way for you to disappear and have protection at almost all times. Not just armed guards, but also quite remote and difficult to infiltrate. Well, unless they're me, which they're not. What's that? We know of a way for you to hide in the intergalactic vanguard. Military? Me? Do you really want to be looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life? However short it may be when they do find you? You might be pleased to know that there is need for an engineer aboard a Gemini-class ship. Gemini? Not terribly new, but I would stay busy. In fact, it's the prototype. It's the IS Gemini. I suppose the potential of being dead is better than definitely being dead. Welcome to the Vanguard, Lieutenant John Raphael. You'll be transferring from Outpost Carrion Prey to a training center. The real John Raphael did not survive the recent explosion, but is only listed as missing in action at this time. If you meet anyone who knows Lieutenant Raphael, your medical record indicates that you required facial and skeletal reconstruction, as well as suffered some memory loss. Your medical record also indicates that you have been in rehab in the Cerebristan facility. Wow, at least I won't have to pretend to play dumb. I really appreciate this. Have all this, I guess I won't need it. It's worth- We wouldn't have to work for 20 years, Al. Well, at what I pay you, I'd spend that in six months. Wait, what are you- A shuttle will be waiting for you at the depot on South Patron Avenue. Here, take the car. We can walk. Good work, kid. And ship. I really should come up with a name for you. The police are on their way to pick up Ms. One. It seems Mr. White has disappeared without our notice. Wait a second. That preacher he told us about wasn't raptured. He was abducted by the Hillbilly Swans. 
Oh, you found that video. Ooh, he's in trouble. Someone should try to save him from that. Nightbanger Detective in Space was written by Austin Adams, Jeffrey B. Campbell, and W.F. Stern. Music by Kevin McLeod. Visit our website at detectiveinspace.com for information on specific songs used throughout this episode. His website is incompetech.com. The voice of Owl Nightbanger was Chris Bobbitt. TC and the computer were portrayed by Rachel Licious. Chief Marth McGriff was played by W.F. Stern. The Owl Nightbanger announcer is Thaddeus Cruz. Ms. One was performed by Angie Medull. The voice of John Abbott is Matthew Medeiros. The wonderful realm of safety narrator was Victoria Fox. Kepi, GNN news anchor, was played by Austin Adams. Mr. Zach Pack, GNN reporter, was Thaddeus Cruz. Deathburger guest number one was Brian Bice. Guest two was Christina Rouge. Guest three was played by Josh Marshall. Uncle Jet is Austin Adams. Al Nightbringer, Detective in Space, is an X24 production, all rights reserved. Questions or comments? Email us at alnightbringer at gmail.com.